The song was by Via, Whole Lot of Money is the title. This, today's podcast was inspired by a text I received yesterday evening uh, dealing with one was a five property deal, the other one was a four property deal by wholesalers. Uh, and the five property deal, the, the person informed me that the ARV is 477000 uh, the other one I can't remember off the top of my head, but this whole this this whole podcast is just basically me saying how how I feel. Um, if you you should already know if you've been listening to the podcast before, but how I feel about wholesalers. Um, and you know I always say, well, if the deal is that great, why don't you buy it yourself? Uh, so the ARV, and if you don't know what ARV is, uh, ARV is after repair value is four hundred and seventy seven thousand. For all five of these properties, I was told that basically the return on investment would be um, the cap rate would be like one point eight five. So one property was bringing, he told me one thousand or he or she, I don't know. It was a text. One thousand twenty five dollars. The other one was bringing eight hundred and fifty dollars. The next was nine hundred. Next was eight hundred. And then the last one was one thousand and fifty. Through talking to him and basically reading through the text, uh, comes to find out that the the owner, and at that time I didn't know if he was the owner or not, uh, was making off that one thousand twenty five dollar uh, property a month. Um, that, that, those are the rents. Uh, he was only br- uh, bringing in four hundred dollars. The one that was eight hundred and fifty dollars a month, he was only bringing in five fifty. Uh, the one that was nine hundred, he was only bringing in three fifty. And the other one that was eight hundred dollars, he was only bringing in three fifty. And then the, the other one that was supposedly supposed, uh, bringing in a thousand and fifty, it was only bringing it was vacant, so it wasn't bringing in anything. Um, so basically, like I said, a lot of these wholesalers don't know what they're talking about, and they're just going off guessing. But you have to think. Okay, so if I'm selling, if a person's selling a property and they can sell it for four hundred and seventy-seven thousand. Why would they only be selling it for two hundred and fifty thousand? Then, when I kept asking questions and things like that, come to find out, someone else texts me. So I don't know if it was a business partner, or if he has two phones, like two chains, uh, and he texts me and he said, "Well, he's the, he's a wholesaler." Told me his name, but like I say, it's two different numbers. And uh, he said, "If I had any more questions, I could contact him." So in my mind, I'm already thinking with my past experience. So if, the, if they're trying to sell it for two hundred fifty thousand. Possibly the owner only wants one hundred and seventy-five thousand. The owner only wants maybe a uh, hundred and fifty thousand. And so you know, it's, it's it's five properties, and so he's selling it as a bundle, a package deal. And so I'm looking at it like, well, if it's such a great deal, why don't you buy it? I believe wholeheartedly that wholesalers should be made to um, get that license, whether they work with someone or not, uh, like a real estate firm or a BIC, as they call it, a BIC, a broker in charge, um, or, uh, they should be, be made to show proof of funds. If you can't show proof of funds, then, uh, you know, you, you shouldn't be made to sell it. And I feel like a, uh, not an agent, but a, a closing attorney, a lawyer shouldn't, or should make sure that that, that seller knows for sure what they signed. 
Because a lot of these, in the article, I'm going to read the article. I won't read it all to you, uh, but it's an article written by uh, a person that works for Bloomberg. Uh, and and basically, I, I feel like the lawyer should say, should break everything down. Should say, you know, and, and I understand a lot of these wholesalers will, will let the, uh, will coax the uh, original seller into using their their uh, agent or their closing attorney and that closing attorney is probably going to be vague because they oh, I don't work for you you know but I feel like they should let them know well we're going we're here in closing they don't you won't get the money right away because I never done a double closing they should explain what a double closing is I know what a double closing is read up on it uh seen the paperwork uh, you know I, I'm I'm I know what it is but I've never done one but a lot of things can go wrong at closing. And then the original seller is left stuck because <laughs> that wholesaler doesn't have any proof of funds, doesn't have any money to originally buy the house, even though he said, oh, I want to buy your house. Uh, or I have an uh, investor partner, uh, investor buddy wants to buy your home. And you may say, well, oh, I'd like to meet with them. And they may say something crazy like, well, well not really crazy, but uh, they may say something like, oh, I'll... You know, he trusts me, can't, you know, he, you know, so he's too busy or she's too busy to come out and look at these properties, talk to people. They trust what I say. And that should let you know they're shady. But I feel like the lawyer should say, well, this is what, this is what can go wrong. The real buyer can back out last minute. The, um, you know, the wholesaler could, I've read books about this also. Um, and from a wholesaler that lets you know all these different strategies that they do, uh, they could at the last minute ask to reduce the price because your property could be worth 10000 Because like I said, we're talking about low income. These This low income property is worth uh, 10000 because it's, it's blight, it's, it's in bad shape. Uh, and, but that wholesaler knows, well, I could probably sell this for twenty, And so then they go and find someone that can um, buy it for 20 but what they, they really just do it just like a, a a realtor but then they talk bad about relatives they go put it on Zillow they put it on you know truly or truly and Zillow all together they put it on realtor they put up these um, what they call them bandit signs and stuff like that and so they don't really have anybody in their back pocket so it's just something that you know I feel like you know people should be more open and just being honest we're not saying that a lot of people that are low income are not smart um, but they're not necessarily why I saw all the endeavors of selling the home. Maybe they never sold one. Maybe they never bought one. Maybe they, the only reason they own this house because it was passed down to them by heirs. Uh, maybe it's been years since they sold the house. They they own the house, but it was in bad shape. They had no money to actually fix it up. Maybe hospital bills, doctor bills, whatever came along. So now they moved out. And so, you know, they, they're not really savvy on this. And I've, you know... I won't put these, I won't mention a lot of these different names, but it's a lot of wholesalers that have these YouTube accounts uh, and they come out and they'll say, well, no one put a gun to their head. No one, uh, you know, these are adults. They should be able to research them themselves and we're not being uh, tricky or manipulative, but they are, uh, in, my, in my opinion, you know. Um, but I feel like, you know, and then the other deals, uh, the other deals, the other four properties, I read those to you going back to the text message. One was a thousand dollars, well, one thousand one hundred seventy-three dollars in rent a month. The other one was eight fifty. The other one was one thousand one hundred fifty dollars, and the other one was nine hundred twenty-five. So these properties are not vacant. And I'm just 
baffled that. So if they can really rent for a thousand one hundred seventy five, why have they not? Why are they currently not? Is they the only Lord because of the pandemic? You know what's what's going on, and so um, the property, the first one was a thousand one hundred seventy three, written for six fifty. The one that's eight hundred and fifty dollars is written for five fifty. Other ones a thousand one hundred fifty is written for six hundred. The other ones nine twenty five is written for five hundred. Some of these really don't make sense about you know as far as price, and they're not here for to make it make sense really. But you know I don't know if it's in a bad neighborhood. Uh, up and coming neighborhood or he plans on basically what you know is up and coming or it is coming right now and um, I have to go through the process of evicting the tenants so it's gonna be on my, my it's gonna be a headache on me you know they can show they ask to see different uh, paperwork there's different things you can ask to see to see like bank statements and stuff like that uh, when you go to purchase houses like this a lot of the wholesalers are not going to be able to produce it some that are a little better might be able to, and I think this guy that I'm dealing that I'm dealing with is probably uh, able to produce this. And um, just just in case the ones that it's the first time on this podcast, my whole podcast is just geared towards uh, reverse gentrification. You know, so if the rents are as low as they say they are, six hundred and seven hundred and five hundred, I will probably keep them there. But I'm gonna come down. With, but the price of two fifty, what happens is. A lot of these people that have the money and it's going on with the market now, y'all see it um, across the United States. I know I have people in uh, Malaysia and Canada and all over the world, but just speaking about the United States, um, basically what's going on is a lot of these people are overpaying for these properties. The prices have gone up a little just because they say lumber has gone up, uh, price of steel has gone up. Uh, so all these things have, have gone up, so it's raising up the prices. But a lot of people, these homes are appraising for, say, 200 230 and these And these people are overpaying for them. They're paying for a $220,000 house. They're paying two fifty. You know, so they're coming out of pocket. They, I don't know. I guess it's like I've heard the explanation. It, you know, the baby boomers are retiring and they're moving down. Uh, could be moving down south or just moving to the East Coast or moving wherever they're moving to. And it's changing um, and they have just have a lot more money saved up. And so it's raising the market. So, but what's been going on a lot with these wholesalers, they've been doing it for probably their existence. The house is worth 10,000, they sell it for 20. People look at it like, oh, that's a great deal. I can't get a house for $20,000 anywhere, even if it needs a little, a little work. But they originally, if you would wait, and so if someone buys this $250,000 package deal, if they would just wait two weeks, Three weeks. Wait these um, these guys out, and because they probably got the contract for two weeks uh, for uh, you know they because they say all cash, quick close. This is what these wholesalers push. So if they wait these wholesalers out, uh, they're probably able to uh, get these properties for that one hundred fifty thousand, one hundred seventy five thousand. But a lot of people, if you got the money, I ain't, I'm not going to hate on you. Just do what you do, make it work for you. But for a lot of these other people, you know. If, it's, it makes it harder for us to get our foot in the in the game or to grow because you got a lot of people uh, portraying to be something that they're not. You got a lot of people uh, throwing out money because they don't want to miss on deals uh, because they, you know, they, in the past they probably missed out on some things and so they're kind of regretting it. But I'm going to read uh, the article to you um, and it was written by, like I say, a, a Bloomberg um, writer. I'm going to take a quick commercial break. I want to thank everyone for tuning in and continue to support my podcast. 
Um, I want to mention my social media platforms. You can find me and follow me on Instagram at Peachtree Property Management. And again, it's at Peachtree Property Management. You can also find me on YouTube. And my YouTube uh, page is called WAG Realty LLC of North Carolina. And again, it's WAG, W-A-G, Realty of North Carolina. Um, please uh, follow and share and like. Uh, comment also. If you want to help me or assist me in basically uh, reverse gentrification, that's what my whole movement is about, is giving people new homes, nice homes, safe places to live, uh, but making it affordable. You can give to my give to me at uh, anchor.fm on Stripe, and you can listen also on anchor.fm. Uh, you can also give to my GoFundMe, which is called Keeping Rentals Affordable. You can listen to me on Spotify, Google Podcasts, CastBox, and uh, you can listen to me on Apple Podcasts. So I want to thank you all for tuning in, staying locked in for this amount of time. And, uh, if you have any questions or want me to talk about anything in the future, please contact me.